<laughs> live here at Principal Lauren Kelly. Hey, Ms. Kelly, Hi. thank you so much for doing this. We're at Evergreen Valley High School, my home, uh, and let's, uh, let's go. We're going to check out the theater first. We're going to give you guys a full tour. I got this backup video going in case the connection gets choppy, but first we got the old theater. So, so those of you guys who don't know, uh, theater's available for, for facilities all the time, right? To yes. uh, rent out and stuff. Uh, what is uh, that's just a typical drama class? That's correct? normal drama class. Normal drama class. They're working on their final uh, exam presentation. Wonderful. Hey, my dad called me up, made me find out how he ran out of that theater and had his own little. He's a, he's a singer, right? So he invited the whole Indian community, had his own little show, and uh, this is band. We're heading into heading into band class. What time is that? Choir's on prep. No choir right now. Okay. Practicing on the road right now. Thank you. It's improved so much. Amazing, amazing. Gosh, anyway. I went and talked to Mr. Tomlinson, who I heard passed, right? Unfortunately, yeah. So he, he helped me out with renting out the auditorium. If you guys are joining, I'm with the boss, the boss of all bosses. None of this would be held together without her. Mrs. Kelly, so lucky. So we're, we're gonna give you guys a quick tour, and then the second part, the last 15 minutes, we'll sit down and, uh, and talk to Mrs. Kelly, get to know her, but number one, is it's not about me, it's not about Mrs. Kelly, it's about those prospective parents and you guys to get inside of how amazing and cool this school is. Uh, I was no big deal, I was first graduating class, I love to brag, ego, ego, about uh, uh, 2005 and a lot of people are watching, they're part of this uh, class too. Um, but yeah, brand new school and we came out like, I think like eighth graders, so even with sports, we're heading to the gym now. Um, we had to start off with JV and varsity of all the same age and having Mr. Walsh on soon. So I'm at the Hall of Fame. He was, the, he was the planning principal. He went through all the, the headaches and re recruiting and finding all the, the, uh, you know, the coaches and so forth. But now let's check out this uh, gym. Oh yeah, it was, it was madness. It was organized 
madness at that time. That's correct. So the very first semester, half of the school was actually at Silver Creek and Portables, and then the other half was at Evergreen. I'm excuse me, Mount Pleasant and Portables, and uh, no big deal. All the years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know about this place. I spent so much time sliding on this floor. If you walk, the lights come on. They're all auto. They're all auto, huh? They're all auto, yeah. And you guys did the solar with the parking lots? Yeah. Ah, the Cougar's Den. The highlight of my day would be checking this out. Coach Fernandez is going to love seeing this. Where's thank your you, banner? Thank you so much, Miss Kelly. So. Basketball. Basket. Wait, boys basketball right there. Oh, you guys did get some steals before. Look at me just talking. They're 4, 13, 50. You so, 04, so 04, we were all juniors. Wow. We had no seniors. And uh, we won uh, league championship, went to CCS, went to second round of CCS. But it was only because we had the same group, um, you know, since eighth grade summer getting our butts kicked. But basketball is a game of pass, right? It's a game yeah. of chemistry. And uh, what else did we have, Mrs. Kelly? Anything? So, Jamie Martinez, I'm she's a swimmer. She's, she, she'll be seeing this as well. She's up there 2004 for. CCS individual championship. She was an amazing swimmer. She went to Arizona State now, and uh, we had a state champion golfer. Twenty fifteen. Well, actually, he's currently Justin. She's currently ranked number one in the country. Actually, what? as uh, I believe he's a sophomore, junior at USC. Amazing, yep. amazing. So great. So this is this is the home of the Cougars. Now this is the den. This is what do we what do we usually have here in case we're thinking about the parents watching, right? They'll have stuff aside from sports. They'll have their their spirit. Senior uh, oh, we have winter, battle the classes. Uh, battle the classes in here. We have all of our games, obviously. On mm -hmm. occasion, we'll do rallies in here. We have our freshman orientation in here. We rent out this She's facility the facility high. She's the we best. have a big uh, Dandia night dance in here. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the, the have Dandia a dance. Parent Chinese New, or Lunar New Year mm -hmm. celebration this year too. Super diverse school. They have like a 95%. Uh, I don't, I don't like the word minority rate, but basically means you know other than non-Hispanic is just Asian American Pacific Islanders. Just equally diverse, great area, great culture, and then you get you need great bosses like this to hold things down and keep things uh, doing very well. But it's an amazing school. There's cultural representation from around the world, which makes it very strong. The AP participation was at close to 70%, right, from certain sources. Mathematics and English is, like, better than the district and the state. Eastside Union High School District, they're ranked number one out of the 18 schools, so... Um, no, bi no bias here as Just alumni. <laughs> uh, so let's see, almost... Uh, 98% graduation rate, 71% college readiness rate, so pretty, that's very, insane. very high. 94% college going rate, which is also wow. very high, yeah. Wow. I'll ask awesome. you, well, after we take a quick tour, we'll sit down and talk a little more, and then I want to ask her more stories about, um, you know, just, for example, uh, we had another um, great student go to Stanford and was in the paper, I saw some news, and I was doing my homework on you. Tons of stories, but, but we'll, we'll get to them then. Well, let's give you a tour first. I want you guys to know and see the things that, the facility they have uh, available here for public uh, school, uh, we checked out the theater, gym, and then we'll take a quick peep at the pool. Yeah, we can go to the pool, sure. And then for those, you know, there's daycare as well, right? Actually, for, we can just, you want to just walk through to the pool? Sneak through, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing our version of uh, golf cart, karaoke minus the singing, yeah, minus no singing. We've <laughs> lost that our golf cart now. Okay. <laughs> it's over there someplace. We'll get it on the way back. Awesome, awesome. The pool is right through this door. Amazing. So here we are, making our way to the pool. Um, how, how are things going? How are things going right now? Good evening. 
how are things uh, going right now? So we have things in the in the summer as well, but we got boys and girls water polo. Boys and girls water polo, boys and girls swim. Okay. And diving. Actually, we have a diving team too. Got it. Got it. It's pretty exciting. I think I think some of the coaches sometimes they have for any parents who interested they have year-round programs too, little clubs and stuff like there, that. There's um, outside organizations like uh, West Coast Aquatics rents a pool pretty much year round. Right. And then um, all of our PE, PE classes take a turn in the pool as well. Okay. And if you are going to PE, Boys and Girls Locker Room, this is where you Great. come out of. Uh, awesome. You, and then when you're exactly. done, Great. Amazing. Let's right. keep moving. Let's go back. Take some time off for how long it takes to walk from there to here. You know, take like probably 45 seconds off. So let me keep this. You don't want yeah, this is why we're trying to avoid the swamp. I'm oh, sorry. That's okay. It's going to get crazy now. Make sure it's closed behind me. It's great. Crazy is good. The, really kid, the kids are so good. Isn't it? Oh, it's, it's amazing. And to see, you know, 2005 when I got here a long time ago, still in great shape. Still looks really good. The district, um, the district, the community has been very supportive of the schools in terms of bond measures. Right. And that's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Because every time they approve, the community approves something, yeah. we get basketball courts, new right. science labs, right. bathroom training, things like that. That's great. Let's go, guys. Oh, that's so important. And I'm sure you guys have your booster club and stuff like that for sports, because I know things are getting tougher and tougher for public schools, you know? Actually, we don't have a booster club for sports. The teams do their own fundraising. Moms, but we'd love step to it up. Start one up again. Reach out. You know, I was getting involved. All right, let's so, make it up the hill before the crowd comes down. Yeah. So besides, uh, where should we stop through next? Maybe we'll take a quick peek in. So basically, I'm here. I got to see my counselor. I need to know if I'm taking the right classes for UC and CSU. I would go to the... Counseling office. Career center slash counseling office. Correct, and that's around the... Hi, guys. That's around the other side of this building that we're going to. Okay. We're going to go passing by the attendance office, which is where you would go if you had questions about attendance, behavior, mm. any kind of student activities, well, all the fun stuff. There's an actual parent center, too. Right, that's the attendance office in okay. there. Cool. Right? Right. And um, they're super helpful. Counseling office, and too, though. To your left over here, Roman, is our parent center, and that's an amazing space where it's open from 8 to 4 every day. Right. With uh, someone who's designated just to work with parents, answer any questions they have. And they do everything from helping to find classes in the community to helping with uh, students, teacher relationships, grades. Right, right. Um, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Good luck. Watch out. Here we go. We're coming through. Coming through, coming through, coming, coming through. through. Coming through. Thanks, guys. All right. Awesome. Thank you. This is the end of the day. Students just leaving. Okay. Um, we had about 40% of our students left at 2 o'clock today, so this is the other 60% because they start at different times of the day. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Roman. We just, can you look backwards there? There's a counseling office. Okay. Educational development. Got it. That's counseling. I'm not got it. Fantastic mural. And so we got, aside from teachers, we have actual counselors that can help kids with information on, okay, am I, am I taking the right amount, amount of math classes for CSU requirements? Correct. Those type of things, okay. We have four counselors on staff and one mental health social worker, as well as our parent, parent okay. liaison. Is that fairly new, the mental uh, health yes, care social worker? Yes, actually, that came, I think this is our third year with a full-time social worker on campus. I think that's great. It is really good because they I, deal with it, you know, anxiety, stress. Kids, yeah. Kids go through normal life stuff just like adults do. Absolutely. That's our cougar hole on the right. 
Cougar. Gratitude, turkey hands, is what we're thankful for. Spent a lot of time Cougar in there. Hall is on the inside, you can see it. Principal Kelly, we had, when we were wrestling, we were wrestling, we had mats out here when we were still getting our equipment and stuff. Wow. On the floor out here. Where's your cement? Yes, on cement, to totally not safe. And then, even, and then on the cafeteria in Cougar Hall, on yeah, the well, ground. That makes sense, that's a regular facility, yes, yes. right? Upstairs uh, in the gym, you didn't see it. There's a wrestling room upstairs in the gym. And beautiful. And there's also a spin room. Okay, a spin room? You spoiled kids? Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at the library right now. Yeah, that's the library. The spin okay. room came from a grant a few years back where the PE department thought that would be a great investment and it just turned out to be awesome. Amazing. We're just going to park for a second and let the crowd in now. Okay. And then also upstairs is a really awesome weight room, which probably was in here when you were on school year. So we moved it into a classroom. There was an 18-wheeler truck with a Quinette, who's retired now, an MPA. And we literally, on a weekend, carried every single 45 plate, every single wood platform at the wow. bottom, and uh, yeah, a lot crazy. of the alumni in a, in a day. I think I was most sore from that. So we kept in the classroom for a while, and now it's at an actual designated space, the right. weight room. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful facility, actually. Okay. This behind us is what we call um, uh, Pride Rock in the valley. So Pride Rock is kind of where kids hang out at lunch and just sort of sit all the way around. Yeah. The valley behind us is where all the lunchtime activities happen. The quad. Yeah, we, we need everything. We have kind of a whole Lion King going on. This is the summit up here. Got it. Uh, and the summit in the plains. And that has to do with Roar. It does have to do with Roar. Just trying to give it a homier feel, make it more community-based. Yeah, build culture. There's our library, yeah. Uh, and you can see the openings to the A and B buildings, which are the two original buildings. Mm. And these are the buildings that just had the beautiful science remodel and the new bathrooms remodel, thanks to the bond measure. Nice. Also, probably it's different. Is there's a whole lot of cement here. They widen the walkways for students. I didn't even notice that. That's uh, weird. Yeah, because I think you guys had a single walkway. You can kind of see it. Yeah. And we'll be doing more of that too. As we, so proud. This is so cool. So day daycare centers for uh, for students uh, as well as it's child development class. It's a child development class in the okay. daycare center. It's for um, the students who are there, the little ones, uh, can't qualify through um, you know, state funding source for low-income families, but it's fantastic because our kids get to take class right. and help out with the little ones. It adds a different flair definitely during the day when they walk around, yeah. the little guys. And then also, hi! And then also... A um, little different from holding a little piece of flower. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Seeing the actual kids. And then we've been using out here for an outdoor science classroom right there. Oh, the gardening. Yeah. That's so cool. And I think actually this fall, for the first time, we're going to offer it this fall. Fall of 2018, we're going to offer botany for the first time. Uh, I love um, it. We're offering environmental science now. Okay. We have a lot of kids taking environmental science. Yeah, because it's going to be a huge growing sector as well, right? I'm voting for what class class you want to take? Uh... It's a history one. A history one. Okay, yeah. so the, what you got to do is you know what counseling is? Uh, yeah, I went to Miss Olaf. She said just take another uh, another class over here. What do you mean another class over where here? Uh, Cyber High. Oh, is it a class you need to make up? Uh, yeah, I need it for the kids. Okay, so... What's up? What's up? I'm Roman. You can take it at the college, or you can take it at the college, whichever one you want. Cyber High is probably the easier and faster, to be honest. And I wanted that the other one because uh, my cousin took the same class, right? It was online. So I can do it while I'm doing this through the online course. The online course. Yeah, you totally can do. So you want to do online instead. You don't want to do the R40. The R40 is only so for the college course. No, it's an online college class. Oh. So I need, yeah. Oh. I, I would ask that teacher too. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, I don't. That's a new one for me. What did Dr. Soloff say? She said. Uh, she said just do cyber high. 
I was like, I get college credit, that's why I wanted to do it, but there's not, there's not enough time to explain to the bill rank. Okay, do me a favor, find me, um, will you find me tomorrow at brunch or lunch, and we'll walk through it, and we'll go over yeah. and talk to her, because I don't know how, I don't know if we're accepting the online courses from yeah, the community yeah. college right now, if we're only accepting the ones with seat time. Okay. So uh, we need to talk with her about that together. Okay. So at lunch and brunch, you know where I hang out in front of the A building? Uh, right here. here. Yeah, right where the tea is there. You can uh, find me there. All right. Okay, and then we'll go talk to Dr. Right. Solo together. Okay. Later, dude. Take care. Bye, guys. All right, so child care's over there. This is yes. the new, newest of the buildings. No, yeah, I've never building. seen this before. This um, really? It must have oh. always oh, built after you were here, obviously. Okay, yeah, because I think this was the furthest ex extended. Yes, no, this no. was the actual exit to campus before, right here. Got it, got it. So what is this, this is dedicated to uh, environmental sciences? No, it's probably primarily English and history with a few science classrooms in it. There's a few biology classes in here. Okay. Uh, is, is that a, let's see, biology. Um, let me think about that. We moved classrooms. Um, biology's in the B building. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some of them are mixed too, right? They're kind they of. They are mixed depending on the lab, and every year we had, I mean, one year we might have 25 sections of biology, and the next year we have 25 of chemistry, so we move kids around. Got it. So, uh, so portables. This is always a tough thing with public schools. You guys are the best, of the best, but um, how do we tackle population? Right, Invol enrollments at 2,600. You, you guys are. That was last year's numbers then. We're at a 26 to 1 teacher-student ratio, which is actually pretty good. So these actually, our hope is, a bond measure was just passed mm -hmm. um, by the community, and we're hoping that these will disappear. There's also a parcel tax that will be for the first time ever on the ballot coming up here in East San Jose. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping that the community will step up and take care of that too because obviously the schools are amazing. We want to keep them that way. That's, just, that's why this right? is so important. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so these hopefully will disappear with the new... Uh, development coming from the bond measures that everyone approved. Okay, and, right. and it's just going to be more space for parking, right? Yeah. Parking, so forth. Well, I don't know where the building's going to go. I haven't seen any architectural studies yet. I don't know if it's going to go here or there or over by the band room. Mm. Um, but clearly, it took parking spaces when we put these yes. in many years ago. Yep. This is we're out into the field space, and you're looking at the PE field directly. And far back is, ba is far, boys far baseball, back softball. Is boys baseball, softball, the girl, uh, not the girls, a uh, practice soccer field, mm. which is also used for PE. Mm -hmm. And then this is our beautiful, beautiful. Um, facility here track and football, and it's gorgeous. Little... Confession I'm totally not allowed to. Sometimes late at night, I'll have to just jump the fence and run. Don't say it. Don't tell totally, me that. Totally. Well, I mean, it's, it's normal and it's an important rule because obviously we want to keep. Uh, you know, safety is number one, very important. That's another thing we'll talk about when we get back inside, but they, they have a great job of that, the design, the way it's gated, the, um, the cameras that I've seen more and more being added. But And most importantly, it's for, to protect this field. This field is so beautiful. It's Harvest Turf Field. You, you can't, it's, okay. it's still running in the back. I got my back up. But it's, uh, uh, some people, if they come, they throw cleats on, they tear it up. You're not supposed to wear cleats on that, no, right? No, different kind of cleats because it's all grass. Right, right. And, and then who loses? Yeah, the, the kids. The kids lose, so... Um, yeah. So we're going, now we're going to go around the back side of the gym to the pool, which is where we were a few minutes ago. Uh, I'm going to show you, we'll take a, just an upper level look down on the basketball and tennis courts. These were just remodeled also due to the bond money that came through from the community. That's great. Okay. Here's our snack bar and entrance to the Football, football field, yep. Right. Support the Cougars, you gotta so come out. Looking down are we all done? Right. We're all done football? Yeah, we're done football. Okay. Looking down to the right, those are our new tennis courts, which are beautiful. New. Right? H huge. Uh, uh, the kids uh, have a huge uh, 
tennis and badminton. Well, badminton is indoors, but uh, a lot of people come out, huh? Really strong tennis team. Really Very strong tennis team from this community. And actually, those gates are left unlocked all the time. Yeah, for the community. And the uh, community plays and practices in there all the time. And this area right here to the street ahead of you, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that at some point we get some funding to take out those are old, like, handball, handball. boards. Yeah. We'd like to extend the tennis facility and make kind of a competition stadium I so that it. we can hold playoffs here. Wow. That is our quest. That would be great. Right? And so what, what was renovated was primarily the the surface the and then six, that blue paint? Yeah, the six new tennis, they were the whole floor, uh, excuse me, the whole surface was done. So those tennis, six tennis courts are all remodeled. Amazing. Right, in the new... Um, wind blocks yep. and then the basketball courts aren't as fancy pretty they're a blacktop i think i broke my nose here twice uh <laughs> Only twice that's pretty good yeah that's right. playing with the wrong crowd <laughs> so those are the um the blacktop courts and those yep. are used constantly oh, all so weekend much. every night they're always super busy but honestly it's still so important because it just gives people something to do you know even no matter how young or how old you are if you don't you know you're not doing some type of activity or staying healthy you're going to just find trouble you know yeah. I it's quite in your city too because we're towards the end of the semester, today before Thanksgiving break. So there's not a lot going on. Uh, we're between sports season, so it's only practice. Right. Um, this is our beautiful press box. It's got one of the most beautiful views in the what? valley. Should we go in there? Can you check it out? Uh, Come on. Uh, It'll be our one of our only steps. You know what? You come during a soccer game, we'll bring you Ah, oh, Because okay. it's a hassle to get the gate open, the door open. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. It's kind of heavy. Strong, but Man, we no worries. I got a four um, anyway, so it's beautiful, right? It's gorgeous. This is where our kids hang out. And right now, we're on the Cougar Lap, which is about a half mile lap that our PE, of course, our PE students run, and it goes all the way around our athletic facility. Miss Kelly, wasn't uh, swimming used to be a requirement a long time ago? But as far as PE, is that still a general requirement? Yeah, yeah all okay. of our PE classes swim. Okay. Okay. And yeah, I mean, it's, do a two or three week unit. I mean, kids, kids always fear it, but it's so important. I just have like a minimum skill, right? Yes, they actually do teach swimming for students who don't swim yet. Okay. And I think that's really important. That's it a safety is. issue, right? Yeah. Well, kids of that age, you know, so insecure, they're worried about it. But as far as the life skill, if you ever get in a situation, then you're going to be so happy you learned how to, they force you to learn how to swim in PE. Absolutely. Right? Uh, All right, we're going into the back of the service road here. Right, and this is. Uh, Hi, everybody. Uh, book room, I have this on my uh, list. Just general, you this line up for classes, room, yeah. you grab your books for class, you exchange them. Do you want to walk through some classes in the P building and check it out, or what do you want to do? Let's see, how much time we got? Where are we at? Uh, time, 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 time. 3.13. 3.13? Okay, we got some time. Should we, we call it again before we, we sit down for a little this, bit? Let me pull this over here and park, and then you can see a science lab. We'll just go in real fast to the downstairs, and you can see what some of the stuff is. That sounds great, Mr. Kelly. Okay. I'm, I'm a kid in the candy store, and I'm so excited. Uh, so yeah, this... No, I haven't. So for the general uh, parents, really quick, this is where your kids would just be getting their general nutrition. They'll line up in these lines uh, here, grab food, right? And then nurse's office. Nurse's office and school bank. The nurse's office, school bank, and this is just general. If any of the parents ever want to get t-shirts and stuff like that, um, just your general evergreen ones, you can find them here. I saw some displayed in the front near your office, but that's not typically where you buy them. You want to purchase no, them here. No, they all purchase back here through the bank. Okay, perfect. Awesome. All right, let's go awesome. this way. Let's go check out a classroom or two. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's fun. <laughs> it was long overdue, but she's a busy it's lady, hardy all the, and uh, don't talk about inside. But I think Miss Kelly's job is one of the toughest jobs in the world, and still having emotional IQ while balancing. Why do we? Why do we have laws, right? Or else the public would be in chaos, right? If we didn't have police officers, uh, well, finding that 
balance between both is. Uh, this is Ms. Mohan's classroom. She's our history so department chair. She's okay. gone already because day's over. But you can take a look at what a classroom looks like in here. They're beautiful, right? They are. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, all all of our teachers have laptops and uh, projectors, and there's about. 50 Chromebook carts on campus now. Nice. And they share those. So that's an improvement from learning, awesome, right? le learning from the not just hand every single kid a, a laptop in the very first year. We won't, we won't bring that subject up. Years, let's go <laughs> but now Chromebooks is a thing. Okay, so desks are up already because the ones will be coming through. This is more of a lab setting. Yeah, let's see if I can get the lights on in here. Whoops, other side. Of oh, the here we go. I think we just passed them. Is it easier? Try again. Try them because it might have been flipped off on the other side. Oh, there you go. You got it. Yeah. So this is where, come on over here. You take some pictures of yeah. our robotics equipment. Oh, this so is. So this kind of working space. This is huge. Runs this. So this is our robotics build area. Who's, uh, whose classroom is this? In case uh, the, Mr. Miller's. Mr. Miller's, in case yeah. the parents are, so are wondering. So this is the robotics build area. And if you have never seen robotics, you should go online and Google Fresh Robotics. I think there's AKA the future. Oh, these parents are going to love robotics. Doesn't mean our number one question is, what about robotics? Right? What about automotive technology, te technology innovation? So you want to answer that now? You want to yes, answer it later? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So in Eastside, we're really lucky. In this county, mm -hmm. we have the Silicon Valley Career Technical Education Center. There's only, I think, three of them left in California. It's a beautiful facility. Go check it out. They offer, I it's not, it's outside of our district, but I want to say it's about 25 or 30 mm. college prep courses that are all career hands-on. Mm. So you could go, let's say you want to be a vet, you could go take a veterinary uh, assistant class. And mm. a lot of our students are actually taking those classes that qualify them for college, getting right. an AA or getting some kind of career credential mm. or certificate that allows them to work in a related field while they're going to college. That's what I love. It's specialty specific. It's awesome. You could go. So you could go do the digital arts class over there. You can go do fashion design. You can do anything in the medical career, sort of the assistant part of it. Um, they have uh, HVAC, um, and they're graduating, and making great money, right? Mm. Going right into community college and then working in the field. Um, what else they have? They have automotive design, automotive engineering. Mm -hmm. um, Evergreen Valley College has built a new automotive. Um, I guess automotive technology building right. uh, as well and I think that's so important I told uh, I'm gonna have Keith the president on soon I was just talking about you never know which one of Elon's assistants are watching of Elon Musk and how close are we I was gonna say they, the kids go straight out they work for Tesla they work for all these other organizations that are out there and they're getting jobs very quickly and this is what it's about this is why we're here and that's why I chose business marketing I thought it was so broad that I'm gonna be good to go but really if I can go back all the kids that asked me I always tell them whatever you choose you know try to do something that's specialty specific to a certain need whether that be HVAC or so forth it's gonna help you get a job because everybody does that broad business and then they go out there to the real world when it's you know time to get a job pay off those loans it's much uh, tougher that way I think you get an edge would you agree if you're doing something specific in a specific field whether it be veterinary or robotics or having that background early it's is very interesting essential. you know you can get an AA now in a tech field and make very good money yep. and if you choose then you're working and you can finish your college degree later if you don't have the money to go straight to the full four years awesome. you know it's not bad if you walk out you're making eighty thousand dollars a year did right? you hear about the uh first year jc free rule i did hear yeah. about it yeah. Man, that would be amazing right that's huge yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's not it's not i heard that they it's officially passed only for one year though i'm not sure why tennessee did something that both years it would be incredible. Uh, but fact check me on that. I, th I think I might be right. More people need to know about it. Yeah. Because I tell teachers like Gilroy or something, they don't even know. 
that it's happened. So I had heard about the legislation that was coming. That yep. Fantastic. Right. Lights off. Okay. Now you've seen a couple of classrooms. Some positive, positive, don't do drugs. <laughs> Thanks, I love that. Yeah, now we've seen an example of a classroom. Uh, man, we knocked it out quick. We did it well. So everybody in Eastside Union High School District went and did that sol solar on the roofs overhang. Uh, did they ever give you any insight on that? Is the goal, I'm sure, is eventually to use that to power the uh, entire school? Or I, I don't want to speak without knowing. I, I love it. Quite a lot of solar so, power. That's what Dr. Sanchez said. Yeah, <laughs> um, you'd have to ask uh, facilities exactly what you know, how much we make versus how much we use. Right. I'm sure it takes time to pay stuff off. I yeah. just don't. I don't. I don't know the. Oops. I guess it would be good if I took the break off. I don't know how the contract works in in uh, education. Got it. Because it's a public entity, so it might be different than you know my house. Got it. Thing. Yeah. No. It's right. huge. Here's the famous uh, Back to the Valley in Pride Rock and all of our little cougar paw prints. It was never painted when I was here. That's so cool you guys did I that. I know, we did that last year. Isn't that awesome? Uh, we also did can this. we turn right, loop around, and go that way to see the roar? Yeah, that mural oh, was um, All these murals, by the way, have been painted by our students. Which, I, th I think I took a picture of the one right in front of uh, Mrs. Yenter's classroom. It's it's unbelievable. Check out Best of Evergreen San Jose Show's Instagram for that. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's like an optical illusion type thing. It's uh, awesome, right? This is Roar, kind of more like a mission statement, kind of a cultural thing it's that everybody can know, right? Realize our potential, own our actions, act with integrity, and respect our community. Roar. I got it. We are EVHS. Here is Roar. That's, that's tough to remember, too. Even even, even um, Virginia the first time was like, wait. Uh, yeah, because it was new. It's, it's a mind twister, yeah. Right? It's not so new anymore. Hey, all good? Yep, I was just going to give you this. Oh, hey, sorry. Okay. How's it going, Kenny? You got one alumni on. Sorry, we're filming. <laughs> what do you got for me? I just wanted to thank you for showing me that. that oh, yeah, that's awesome, right? The Global yeah. Glimpse stuff. Yeah. What, what is the Global right. Glimpse stuff? I'm Roman. Uh, this is Ryan. Ryan. Nice Check. to meet you, Ryan. Nice to meet you. Ryan Newman nice is one of our English teachers. Oh, nice. Very See cool. you on camera. Yes. <laughs> Tell them what Global Glimpse is about. Global Glimpse is a pretty awesome program. Uh, it's all about giving equitable access to people to give a sh uh, to challenge people to step up and put themselves in an uncomfortable situation of nice. going to another country, like this, America. <laughs> <laughs> like like also have a camera thrown on you. But no, Global Glimpse is more geared internationally. To yes, people internationally. And okay. so students, uh, students uh, of all uh, of all cultures and, mm. and economic backgrounds get this great opportunity to go. Uh, to one of three countries in Latin America and Central America and South America. Oh, like foreign exchange and, program, yeah. Uh, yeah I know, a it's bit, more of a work study. But it's more service, work yeah. study. So they'll do volunteer work, they'll get to see what it's like being a student in the other country, they'll get to spend a day with one of the local families. It's a really neat immersion experience that just opens the eyes to That's an awesome other cultures. Yeah, yeah, and you come back and you're more grateful for how things are here and what you have, right? And you see the world, yeah, and get the, outside. The students that come back have grown a lot, and a lot of the ones that were shy before going into the program mm. often come back as leaders. They very much step up out of their shell. They're very outgoing uh, and outspoken. Thank you it's, so it's much. Really parents experience. are going to love that. See, it's a little th <laughs> little things. I'm glad we saw. Another thing that we do. Actually, I'm not even sure that's on our website. 
global glimpse. We should no, probably do a page yeah. for it now we that I'm thinking should. about it. Throw it in the parent, <laughs> yeah. parent handbook. All right, we're rolling. Where are we All going right. now? Yeah. Bye, Ryan. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Thank you so much. If I don't see you tomorrow, happy Thanksgiving. And to you as well. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, when we head back to your office, I think that'll be a perfect way, and then we'll be done right uh, uh, before. And uh, yeah, I think at the end of the day, this is about the parents. So you were talking about the website. You can go to uh, EVHS. EVHS. They have this program for parents that might not know uh, called uh, School Loop as well. And then the greatest thing I liked is parents are always concerned about what the heck is the bell schedule like today. <laughs> and I thought it was so cool that. Uh, you guys actually had, uh, you know, trying to keep it updated is, is really tough, but you guys actually had uh, your live bell schedule that parents can check out if you guys are interested. So now we're gonna make it really quick. Uh, I think the biggest thing that we wanna talk about was this is not about Roman, this is not about Mrs. Kelly, this is about you guys and giving value to the parents out there so you know you can use resources and know what Evergreen um, is really like. So that was, you know, my goal for today and um, wherever my expectations were, Mrs. Kelly totally exceeded them. So thank you so much, Mrs. Kelly. But give me two minutes here. I'm gonna pull this out. I'm gonna get set up. All right, so before the, the Gatorness, where were, before San Francisco State, where exactly uh, did you grow up, Mrs. Kelly? <laughs> it was, uh, was it kind of San Jose, the Bay? No, I grew up in San Francisco uh, in a very much a, it's not, it's not the same neighborhood it was then many, many years ago, but it was very much a community-based neighborhood. Um, a lot of um, sort of middle-class families that immigrated from Italy lived there. And so uh, I grew up with a, a lot of people with last names that are very Italian sounding, <laughs> even though mine isn't. My mother was very Italian. Um, and the great San Francisco kind of had like their... I feel like Russian area, Italian area, and then you have the Chinese heavy population. I mean, they built the railroads. Sure, there used to be. There. Uh, I mean, I think it's much more. It's much different than when I, when I grew up in the city. It's changed a lot. Yeah, I yep. actually haven't lived there since the eighties. I think SF State was the most di diverse CSU in the nation um, for many many years. Um, who is the other? Danny Glover. Uh, he's, oh, he's way back. Really? He went, he's pretty much our most famous alumni That's funny. I did that not went know to that. SF State. Yeah. We both went to SF State, Gators. Um, Gators. I played basketball there. She told me uh, all of the stories, a little bit dabble in basketball. They would have a lot of walk-ons too before we got into NCAA D2. Uh, were you doing stuff uh, for PE? You told me a story and you tried, You played a little bit and then decided to, to focus way, on school. Way, way, way back. <laughs> I uh, signed up for PE class and I signed up for the men's class. Um, because I wanted to be a little bit more competitive mm -hmm. and I was in class and the men's coach came over and said come here I need to talk to you uh -huh. and I was actually a senior at the time and he saw the talent he recruited me out for the women's team and I played for a year that's what Fernando said to me that's what Fernando said to me at yeah. the portables and Mount Pleasant was like come here I was wrestling at the time he said and yeah he's such a soft-spoken guy and then got me into it and if I wouldn't have went with that flow it would have never led to everything you know it led to but um yeah, it was crazy. I'd give. I had stopped playing basketball after high school and just goofing around, and it actually was good because then it did kind of redirect me back into a career of coaching and education and teaching. And this is gonna be my my next question. What what dawned upon you that kind of went? So we've wrapped up. So you've graduated, went through that phase in life, and then the gear was already geared towards teaching. Or? Yeah, when I when I really considered it, I had been started coaching when I was fourteen, mm. and I hadn't I had stopped for just a little bit after college, mm. and then I had gone back into it, and I thought, you know, what do I really want to do? 
and Love education. It was like it was like when I really looked at it, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been teaching for years anyway. This mm -hmm. is where I should be. Why am I fighting this? Right. And so I've taught in lots of different places now. So. Okay, and then what was the very first one? Very first step was. Uh, my very first teaching job. Mm -hmm. Well, outside of coaching, I mean, I coached for years first at all different levels and for schools and not for schools. Just well. basketball? I coached basketball, I coached volleyball, I coached cross country. Nice. I got hooked into softball one year, but I'm really not a softball coach, but they needed assistance, so I volunteered. Just to um, jump in, yeah. Yeah, they just needed another body. Uh, and then I didn't. Cl classroom setting ever? Yeah, okay. I actually took my teaching credential into the private sector first and worked as a corporate trainer. Mm. And then I left there and went back into traditional classroom and taught middle school math and science. Mm, that's a tough age. High school age. and middle school My brother's a teacher. I got so many teachers. I'm like, how do you gauge which age to start teaching at, right, for that t teacher out there? And I'm thinking, I'm like, what are the most complicated years of my life? It's probably going to be middle, middle school. school. Hormones, your body's changing. Yeah. So that could be difficult with... Which is what you do every day. I mean, trying to be a good leader, but at the same time, um, for kids, you know, we never know what's going on at home, kind of shaping them, molding them. We just want them to be good human beings, right, at the end of the yeah. day, um, and how to let them know that, um, you know, in society, because that's probably inappropriate. You shouldn't be doing that versus that. Um, I was going to ask you my next question was, for that principal in Alaska right now who mm -hmm. might be watching, she just got the job as a principal. All right, kind of freaking out, he or she, what would be one piece of advice you would give to them? Their mind's probably going wild, oh, You know, culturally, chaotic. You know, you can go even in this district, two miles in every school is so different culturally. Sure. I, I think really getting to know your school culture and getting to know your community is hugely important because the school should serve its mm. community, right? Sure. It should be a reflection of its community, the values of its community. Well said. So that's what I would say. I spend a lot of time getting to know your students and their parents and then the larger community, right? Right. Whoever else is is, is living and working and breathing around you. Right, right. Um, so what I want to get is for what I said before. If, for example, we got the mother who's moving from Texas trying to decide, should I go to Evergreen? Should I go to private? One of the things we said is, okay, so uh, pretty much number one out of the 18 um, schools that are in the Eastside Union High School District, although it's some of the newest. Uh, we mentioned it before, but it might have been uh, noisy, so we're at a 97% uh, grad rate. 98% grad rate, 71% college four-year college readiness rate, and mm -hmm. a 94% college going rate. That's a little confusing, but some of our students choose to go to community college first, mm -hmm. where the requirement's a little bit lower. Right. Um, but super high statistics. We gave about 2,200 advanced placement exams last year, mm. which is gigantic. Right. 80% um, AP passed. Yeah, it's pretty high. And 62% are just participating in the AP programs, right. which is uh, very Some of our well. students take AP classes because they know they're going to go to super competitive colleges, and they actually want to take the course twice. Mm. So they want to get a... Um, you know, sort of a leg up, if you will, on if I'm going to take this really advanced math class at MIT, then maybe I want to take calculus here first, mm -hmm. not take the exam here, and then I'll be more prepped to take it in my major when I get there. And then layman's terms for somebody, you know, a parent who might not even know is the advantages of an AP class, correct me if I'm wrong, you're going to be in that AP class. Technically, it almost counts as an A as far as points towards GPA in a normal class. Mm -hmm. When you hear about people having a 4.5 GPA when the limit is 4.0, one of the ways they, they achieve those is through AP classes. AP classes. That's correct. They're weighted a point more. Even if you don't take the AP exam, you get the weighting in your GPA. Right, right. Which is great. Amazing And stuff. it's similar to, it's a very good predictor of college success. Mm -hmm. If you can pass and do well in an AP class, then you're, you're pretty much showing that you can pass and do well in college courses. Right. 
Right. I think that's all great stuff. <laughs> the um, second half, I'll throw this in. I'm going to throw a ticker symbol, more stats for uh, parents uh, as well. Uh, let's get into my uh, cra uh, crazy questions now. Tell me mm -hmm. about a failure in your life, which at the time you thought was a failure, um, but really ended up being the greatest blessing uh, in disguise. I think we all can kind of uh, remember one, which at the moment we thought it was a failure, but just adversity and like sure. that kind of. Okay, so it sounds like a tough question, but everybody has no, one. No, they I've think got of a right big away, one and it's very related to this job. Right. So I wanted to go into teaching, mm. and I was not a math major, but I was applying to be a math teacher. And the first time I took the national teachers' exam in math, I didn't pass it. Mm. I thought, holy smokes! And then I went and looked at the exam. I looked at how people were scoring, and I looked how high I had actually scored compared to people who were math majors. Mm. And I was actually pleasantly surprised because apparently it was a really rough exam that math majors weren't really passing. Mm. Um, and then I sat down and worked with uh, a Cal graduate student. Mm. And we reviewed some things that I had done a long time. And uh, I went back and nailed the exam. And it was actually great because it really made me realize when the idea of not being able to be a teacher came up, that mm -hmm. really made me realize how much I wanted to do it. Right. And so then I reversed it, and then I nailed the exam, and I you know, haven't looked back since. And so. this Cal graduate student was somebody who had done it before probably used it probably used to yeah, he was a math major i was not he showed me some stuff i was like well really that's it right. he's like yeah these are the ones you got wrong i'm like done i got it I and like so because uh, i didn't actually become a teacher until my late 20s so i'd actually been out of college hmm. my late 20s my late 20s so i'd hmm. actually been out of college already a long time i hadn't taken a math class in 10 years right so um it was a good reminder if you really want to do something it's you do it Right? Yep. Even yep. if the wall is put in front of you, you hop over the wall. I think the biggest leapfrog is uh, not find the best, but find somebody like when you found that Cal graduate um, who's learned it already, right? You want to know what's down the road, ask somebody coming back, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's the quickest way in any subject to leapfrog, right, is find somebody who's the best at whatever sure. uh, you do. And uh, I think that goes universally for any kids or parents. If he doesn't want to do robotics, Find the best robotics group out there. He's going to be iron sharpens iron. He's going to be surrounded by the best. I see it um, a lot on this uh, show. Um, anything uh, anything new that parents uh, might want to know? I see Mr. Diaz and a few teachers uh, going back there. So um, amazing school. I mean, you don't believe me because I went here and it's a little bit of bias. It is. It's an amazing school. But the it's, great, it's an amazing school. Great, great public school. And I think it's... Um, Really good, and if you know, if parents ever you know have any questions, um, that was my next question. So aside from the Parent Center on campus, probably totally underutilizes. Uh, check out the website, and then they have tabs specific to parents. Correct? Yeah, there's a ton of information on the website, and we're always available to answer questions. The biggest question I actually get here is about the size of the school. Hmm. There's just people are concerned. Oh, it's a big school. What I say is it's a means it's a great opportunity for students to. Um, Try something new because we have so many opportunities. We have over a hundred clubs and teams. Mm. Um, just I think we're up to twenty-one or twenty-two AP classes now. There's just a lot of wow, opportunity, so. right? And the school community, we spend a lot of time working on um, that idea of Roar, mm. which is sort of our motto. It's who we are as a community and what we believe in. Mm. And it's one of the nicest places I've ever worked. The kids mm. are just lovely, and yeah. they're lovely to each other. Right. Yeah. Uh, if uh, so, if parents want to get uh, involved uh, a little more hands-on. What would be? Well, obviously, check out the parent handbook. What would be some avenues, venues you say that you might need uh, help right now? We talked about the booster club for sports. We'd love to start a booster club for sports. We don't mm -hmm. currently have one. We do have a booster club for speech and debate. Trying to start one for robotics. We do have one for band. Okay. Um, 
school site council is a huge place, and our PTSA is just sort of growing all of a sudden. They, in the last few years, uh, raised about $50,000 for us to put in a world language lab, which is amazing. So it'll be like the college lab where you go in and you listen and you talk with oh, each other okay, and you okay, can talk okay. with the instructor. It's amazing. Okay. So getting like real practice when you, you, where you can record and hear yourself speak the language. Right, so right. It's pretty exciting. Alumni, attention. Evergreen, we were thinking about putting together some type of to. Evergreen Educational Fund. All right, no, even an alumni association would be an association, amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, how would... Because uh, now they're your age. Right? Yes. You're the first graduating class. Yes, right? and, and I know I, know I want to help in positive ways, and this is one because I, I feel like the story needs to be told about how great this school is, right? Some parents immediately want to go to private, but no, there's great resources out here for you guys. Um, if we did do that message to alumni, I guess, you know, we can talk about this offline too, but it should just be me calling people up, getting you guys together. Let's do it. I'm in. Um, and about, Pull some previous leadership students. Right. And the, yeah. and what would be the, 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 the goal? I guess the mission statement, we're probably coming up with it on the spot here. Um, obviously, we want to get people involved. We want to do more activities like have alumni games and so forth. I think, right? yeah, the alumni activity to me is really a way for students to bridge the high school to career experience. Yeah. So if I have a student I can send to you, you can say, hey, this is what my path has been. Mm. It's far easier for them to relate to somebody your age than it is to relate to somebody my age, right? Mm. Or to go mm. shadow for a day. Mm. That's a remarkable opportunity, That's right? Beautiful. That's huge. Yeah. Um, quick story. Gilroy Chamber of Commerce has been doing this in their second or third year now, uh, doing a what they call a mock interview day. Mm-hmm. And something that, that I want to talk to you about. And basically what it is, it's just a, a fake job interview, yeah. but it allows the, the students, I'm sure you're mm-hmm. familiar, but that would be the great time when I got my students, uh, and they're Gilroy High School students, but when they come to you, I'd be like, listen, you know, they, they put these random questions on there. I'm like, here's what you really need to know, which we all hope for and wish that somebody would just tell us, right? Yeah. Um, how it really is. And I think that would be another uh, great way of something that I think we should do. Anything like that, a speaker's bureau type of thing. Yeah, those are all great opportunities. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. A- anything uh, else? I think we just nailed it. You're, uh, you're more on the ball uh, than me. We got the example of the failure. Um, we got everything we checked out at the school. I'm excited. So uh, on a nationwide school, just to give an idea, I don't like these sources. I like to always give more than one. I'll throw the ticker symbol. Um, but uh, I believe it was U.S. Uh, News. They approximated uh, number 621 out of 20,000 schools in the U.S. And this is for last year. Silver World for, Ward for Evergreen. Um, school digger for California, a different source, saw that a jump from uh, being ranked number 94 in California, about 2,000 plus schools to 84, uh, just year on year, which kind of speaks for itself on what this uh, great lady is doing for this school. So I'm glad she's here. And uh, most importantly, uh, I want to say thank you so much for for welcoming me back. Always happy to have the alumni around. Yep. And and, and giving this opportunity, I think this will be great because um, I think parents always have that perspective they drop their kids off right outside school and they always wonder in their mind based on what their students are saying but they never really get a, a point of view of what the culture is really like inside out you know and, and welcoming us that I think a lot of people would appreciate that and I think it'll make them think twice before they go spending all this money on a private education and they can actually utilize the resources that um, people have here at Evergreen and all the taxpayers yeah. everyone's we have coming up our winter fest which is uh, the Friday after next yep Come on over. It's open. You can see a good piece of the school culture. It's a lot of fun. It's our multicultural winter winter fest. Tons of activities. I think we're going to have a 
you know, a merry-go-round or okay. some, some, something crazy is going to happen, yeah. Awesome. But it's going to be fun, and uh, you'll get to see a lot of different school groups uh, per performing. Oh, last question. I get this yeah. question a lot. Um, somebody uh, who's outside wants to just use the gym for their own Dandia night, aside from that, or they want to use the theater to hold a cultural show. What do you recommend? Is there a facilities person or somebody that yeah, you can actually, talk to? Yeah, uh, actually, the dean, Dr. Everett, does that. But really, the easiest thing to do is to go onto the, the school website okay. under facilities, mm -hmm. and there's a link right there that shows you all the information, how you fill in the application, and then once you do that, then you'll get a response from the district office staff who handles that. Perfect. I think that's an awesome question. I've gotten that randomly. I'm like, I went there like 10 years ago. Everybody comes to me like, it's a really hey, Roman, busy, can you? Uh... It's a really busy place. So you'd be surprised how many um, companies, families, local yeah. organizations actually rent out our facility because oh, they're beautiful. Great. So why wouldn't you want to, right? They're gorgeous. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, again, thank you so much. We'll sign off. I'm with Principal Lauren Kelly at Oregon Valley High School. Happy and uh, yeah, happy holidays to all you guys. And uh, I'm so happy we got to do this. I can't wait to chop this up for you guys and uh, get it out there. So until <laughs> until next time, take care, guys. Bye.